What up, what up, what up, y'all? It's your boy, the man, Eddie, your name, Ace Five from the Star Five Podcast. And what I need y'all to do right now is hit up the Star Five Podcast.com. And right on that homepage, click that link that says become a patron. Because for as little as a dollar a month, you can help support this show that you love so much. And also, we have other opportunities within our Patreon account to where you can advertise with us for as little as $10 a month, where we'll shout you out every episode or for $20 a month we will give you a separately recorded advertisement promoting whatever you like and for $40 a month you'll get everything that the $20 tier gets you plus you get to produce a segment on our show so make sure you hit up the starfiveshow.com and hit that patreon link now The star, star. Yeah, yeah, y'all already know, y'all already know. Seven the pan, seven the pan. That dude fizz on the fizz on the beat. Yeah, yeah. We live in entertainment, entertainment. Sound shape, sound shape, sound shape. Crown the king, crown the kings only. This is where it get ill. About to have a tip off live as a tip drill. From the court to the diamond to the track to the big skin flying around the field. Starting five forever, keeping it real. If it matters in the world of sports, world of sports, jeans and long sleeves, they taking no shorts. No hot the depot, yes. These other sports podcasts live as a bros corpse. This market wave is starting five goes off, goes off. No matter who you cheer for, emotions out the window. They analyzing with clear thoughts, clear thoughts. They take it way deeper than the boys ever for. No longer got any use for the four letters The latest news, score stats in the view from the sideline Ain't no guideline, it's just the truth, just the truth yeah. No need to dig for a part in line It's always this season if people start five, start five We going in on three, run the baseline, start five, get it. We got what you need, if the sports news you see We don't waste time, we talking cause we live it We got what you need, yeah. we going in on three Run the baseline, start five, get it. We got what you we need, what you What's up, y'all? Thank you for tuning in to the Star 5 Podcast. What I need y'all to do now is hit up the Starting5Podcast.com. That's where you'll be able to find all of our podcast streaming links, our Instagram, our merch link. You can even become a patron right at the front page. And also, you can leave us a voicemail at 929-352-6219, and we'll play your voicemail on the next episode. New episodes released every Thursday. What's going on, y'all? It's your boy, the mayor, that DJ named Ace Five, your mom's favorite fat guy from deepest, darkest Africa, aka Captain Podcast, the round mound of podcast town. We are back with the newest episode of the Starting Five Live. As always, I got to say what's up to my main man and my co-host, who is the first one running on Color People's Time. The other one is on Extreme Color People's Time. He's, uh, you know, taking all his vitamins and minerals, trying to uh, stay awake for the show. Well, first, first up, we got. Yo, what up? What what up, what up? Speaking of vitamins and minerals, a quick shout out to OC. Today's his birthday. Um, it's the Green Eye Bandit, aka the Jedi Knight, 
aka the Ron O'Neill of this shit. Uh, what's up, good people? How y'all doing out there? Another week in the books. Shout out to the mayor and our guests today. What's good? That's right. And first guest we got on, because we got another guest who's a longtime friend of the show coming up a little later. I got to introduce my homie, over 20, easily over 25 plus years now, right? Yeah, he, since high, high school, y'all, since like 93, 94. You're almost, you're almost 40, son. <laughs> yeah. In the club. But say what's up to my, my peoples, Jason. What up, Jay? What's up, what's up, man? Boy, Jason, um, shoot, grew up in Staten Island with Dan, the mayor, ran track high school, all that good stuff. You know, it's a pleasure to be on here. I appreciate the invite. You know, I just hope I could, you know, say something good, inspirational for y'all today. <laughs> Shout out to Raleigh, he said, <laughs> AKA Bush Babies. <laughs> if you didn't know, wrong, wrong, TJ's froze, but long running joke, my man, uh, TJ, we always say he looked like YT from the Bush Babies. Remember the the, the reggae member of the group? <laughs> right, right. The Bush Babies. Dang, I ain't heard about them in, in donkey years. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. But uh, yeah, I had to randomly name this one because I couldn't think of nothing to name this one. But we're going to, this episode is called Wild Black. Well, dot, 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 Wild Black. Because rest in peace to Ahmad. We, we, we're going to get into that situation a little later, man, because once again, senseless killing that we, we lost a person who was just running. Just happened to be a black man. More racist shit. But uh, TJ, man, get your shit together, man. But while TJ tries to get his shit together, we wait for JP, man. How's everything been with you, Jay? Man, been pretty good, man. Can't complain. Just started back like working out good. Whereas, you know, I had to she was coming on a year since I had ankle surgery. Right. Um, yeah, man. So just been rehabbing. Just been um, I mean, I did a couple meets or whatever, but yeah, man, still competing on a master's level. Shoot, yeah, up I until um, up until last year, up until I hurt my ankle, man. I was in I was shoot the best in the nation in my age group, man, in the long and a triple jump. So oh, really? Hopefully what, I can, what was yeah. your what were you jumping? Shooting the long jump, I was going um 21-7, I went. And then the triple jump, I was jumping like 43, almost pretty much what I was jumping in high school. You oh, know, I was shit. jumping like Same. 43, almost 44 feet. Yeah, where were you at? Where were you at? Um, oh, we'll let, we'll let the people know. Grambling, Grambling University alum. Where were you at in college? Grambling State. As far Grambling as State lose it. Uh, in college, shoot, I mean, and it's funny, the triple, I went like 40, my best in the triple was like 48 feet, you know, I mean, I was decent, in, but I'm almost in better, jumping better in the long as I was in college, like college, I was only going like 22 in a long jump, 40, about 48 in a triple, but now, I mean, I'm still going like 21, doing a little bit of hurling, but you know, I'm, like you said, I'm almost 40, so, you know, I was never world class, but you know, saying to say, still at almost 40 and still a foot or two from what I used to be in high school and college, you know, still jumping what I was jumping in high school and jumping like two feet to a foot less than when I was jumping in college. So, you know, still right. hanging in there. And no Isaac Hayes, like Isaac Hayes came in the building. What up, JP? What's going on, brother? How you feeling? All right, all right. Say what's up to my boy Jason. This is the this is one of the brothers that I talk about when we talk about going back to back and competing in high school where we was competing against each other 
friendly rivalry. See who threw. The, he was a triple jumper. I was a shot putter. Let's see who out jumped and out threw the most. Uh, this was him. Back to okay. back, back to back uh, team MVPs. I was ninety seven. He was ninety eight. And yeah, man, this is one of the cats I've known for you know very really really long time, man. And Jason, so you know JP, though he didn't compete. He one of his expertise as far as following and understanding the sport is track and field. Oh, okay, that's good. That's good. What's going on, Jason? How you doing, brother? I'm good, man. Good. Glad to be. I'm glad to be here, man. You know, so I was telling Dad, man, I should have been. Like, I know he had a show for a minute, so like I saw the post today, and I was like, yo, I'm sitting at the house. Like, I gotta come on. You know, saying so I got no excuse. You know what I mean? So I'm glad, you know, he put that out there. I was happy to see it, and glad to be a part. You know, what I'm saying watching my man really do his thing out here. Yes, yes, sir. Glad you're on with us tonight. Definitely. Yeah, well, we got to get these signals together because y'all brothers is frozen. Like, y'all think this is looking like, you know, phone wallpapers and shit right now. Chill out. Am I frozen? <laughs> Can you see me? Am I moving? Nah, nah, nah. You good. It's, I guess I guess the Minnesota Minnesota signal works great. Uh, they must South have Jersey. iPhones. They, they got their iPhones. That's why. Nah, 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 nah. nah. <laughs> I'm on a Mac. If I was on my phone, my shit would be clean. You see JP's name says Galaxy J2. Think it's too old. Right, but he, fucking but, but, right, I guess you just frozen. like, yo, whatever the phone is, that's what it is, huh? Whatever the phone is, exactly. <laughs> it's frozen. Shout out to Raleigh again. He said, is that Kimbo Slice? <laughs> and, then he said, and then he said, they on AOL. dial-ups. <laughs> Probably got jokes tonight. Yeah, I'm gonna take this down probably this weekend though, man. This thing is annoying. So yeah, word. But you fit right in across the bridge though. The Philly ball. <laughs> yeah, right. That's what it seems but anyway, like. Anyway, anyway, we was gonna waste our breath on the Takashi shit, but we're not gonna do that. That's gonna be a deeper conversation, I think, tomorrow on the HHDG live podcast. We'll be doing right. an HHDG group. Um Let's get right into this shit, though, JP. You wanted to talk about the CBS top 15 list. Now, I wasn't right. at first. I was just like, eh, we've talked these lists at nauseum. But if you got the list up, go through it 15 to one. OK, I got to pull it up. Right we now. Got to pull it up right now. Um Hold on, bear with me, bear with me. Bear with me as I pull up this list right now. Darn, where is the list at? I know who's one and two. Uh, I've seen that from, um, I was watching Skip Undisputed this morning. They was talking about that joint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We basically know who, who the one and two is. Um, wow, they had a list yesterday. It was right on the. It was on the homepage. Yeah. Let's pull yeah. it. Up. Trying to pull it up now. I got it. I got, got it. it. And I'll show it. I can show it right on the screen along with us. Okay. As, as Jason mentioned, we already know who's number one and number two. We got the list right here, courtesy of CBS Sports. Top fifteen players in NBA history. Start from 15, they go Jerry West, 1960 to 1964. 
<clears throat> number 14, Dr. J, Julius Irving. Too low. Number 13, uh, Steph Curry. Why? Greatest shooter we ever seen. Save your comments for when we're done. Oscar <laughs> Robinson, number 12. Hakeem the Dream Olajuwon in number 11. Kobe Bryant in number 10. Tim Duncan, number nine. As soon as this loads up, you might see some other images. Larry Bird at number eight. Shaq at number seven. Wilt at number six. Magic, five. Bill Russell at four. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, number three. LeBron James, number two. Michael Jordan, number one. Now, here's my problem with this. Whoever's watching it got to uh, mute the Facebook feed. But um, we um, my my only problem is just these stupid lists in general. They they're consistently just trying to declare somebody to be number one all overall all the time. We've said this on the show for many years now, and this is my personal opinion. For years now. It's, it's hard to rank a number one greatest of all time when it comes to NBA basketball. Reason being, the game has elevated and changed roughly decade by decade by decade by decade. The game has changed. So when you get a lot of people who try to say the whole bullshit of, yo, LeBron James... LeBron James couldn't hang in this era. Steph Curry, Curry couldn't hang in this 80s, 90s era, this, that, and the third. People forget to look at it in the perspective of this. If these cats were grown, have grown up with these same talents that they have now and learning the game in that era's game, they have talents and skill sets that would fit right in with that time. Like, again... I, if Steph Curry knew how to shoot, which Steph Curry is one of the best to create a shot, still to this day, in my opinion, probably the best shooter we've ever seen, period. No doubt. If he was able, if he was able to create a shot off a of contact, hand checking, with this shooting ability, we, he he would be higher than number 13. LeBron but, but James me- has, the body, has the body type and the build of somebody who could run in any era. But we automatically look at just because we want to throw the dispute and keep Michael Jordan number one. Well, he didn't win six rings yet. Well, Michael Jordan didn't win 11. Michael Jordan didn't win eight and go eight, you know, like you mentioned the guy, you know, a couple weeks ago, you know, so and, and it's so it's and then too, when you talk about like other intangibles, like like influence and and and. Things like that. It's this. It's there's no comparing these athletes. There's no comparing because when we talk about the last, can I just say this one thing? Go right in. AI destroys that whole entire theory about people who can't play in different eras. He was the slightest, smallest dude in the NBA at that time, and for his build and his size to do what he did. Even in his rookie year, he set a record of over five straight 40-point-plus games as a rookie. Four and four, and they were and four that were 50-point games, right? And they were killing his ass. So to say that these guys, these young dudes, couldn't fit in that era 
AI destroys all that theory talk because he transcended and adapted his play to that style. And he his jumper wasn't even that wet when he first came out. He was strictly driving to the basket and using his hops to get him where he needed to go. So AI AI also played a different era where the game was more physical. My only my that's only what beef, I'm saying. My, my only beef for Steph Curry is like, is this here? The way Matthew Delladova deed him up in the 2016 NBA Finals, he'd have got that every night in the 80s and 90s, even more so. I think Steph Curry would be a great player at any era. But would he be the 27, 28, 29-point score? Maybe 2021? More but, since? But you don't know. He would have to adjust that, his game. Exactly. Adjust would, his game. It would be that, very physical. But Matthew, but Matthew Delladova was very physical with him at that 2016 Finals. That made a difference. That did make a difference. But that's where my AI theory comes into play at. Because AI plays. He's not AI, though. AI drove to the hole all the time. They're two different players. AI is more of a physical player than Steph Curry. You're missing missing his point because he's not. No, I get the point. But you're missing my point. He's not, he's no, we're not missing your point because he's not comparing saying that Della Vadova was Allen Iverson. He's not saying I'm that. Not, I didn't say Della Vadova was Allen Iverson. You, you just said that they're two play. You said no, that they were two different players. We know that. Listen, what I said was defensively, if you were not to play that defense the way they played with Della Dover played on, on Curry every night, which would be more physical, then I don't think Steph Curry would get would, would be the player that he is. He benefits from the fact that the game is not as physical as it was back then. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And respect, that's that's the truth. That's the truth. And that's what, Jason, I'm going to go to you on this. That's, that's what makes this this whole these whole lists hard to discuss because it's you, you they don't take into account errors. They, you know, they try to say shit like, like you know how we say, they try to say Bill Russell played against fucking six foot five white guys who couldn't shoot, couldn't dribble this, then and the third. It's bullshit. He played against the best of his time. Right. I mean, it's simple. Michael Jordan played against the best of his time. You know, Wilt. Wilt had some some competition in in his way to where he was only able to get the three rings that he got, but he played against the best two. of his time. And did the, he only got two? Yeah, yeah, two rings. Okay, so you, you wouldn't know better than me, definitely. But point is, is... He played against the best of his time and did things that even Michael Jordan didn't touch. You know, even Michael Jordan did touch. You know, Le- Michael Jordan is do- has done things that other guys have never touched. LeBron James is doing things that Michael Jordan and other guys have never touched. That's why these li- these lists are just like it's like yeah, it's fun to talk about in some cases. It's always it's always debatable. It's always debatable. It's always nah, debatable. I would I agree. agree with you. I would agree with you too. Like you say in the list or whatever. I think it comes down a lot of times to like personal preference. Like whoever's making the list, who's their personal. Because like to me, I think Steph Curry, like you say, you two is one of the best shooters. Like I would put Reggie Miller over Steph, over Steph Curry to me. Even though I feel like Steph Curry has a better dribble. He's better handles. But I feel like if the three-point shot was emphasized like it is now when Reggie Miller was like playing, like I feel like he be, I think, I think he will, he will shoot more. He will make more threes. He like, I mean, they're basically the same player. Just, I would say Steph Curry has a better handle, but like Reggie Miller played in a more physical era. There was more, the three pointing wasn't emphasized. Like he wasn't dry. He wasn't driving to the hole because you know, like he, he would have got beat up. Like, I don't think Steph Curry's 
purposely not driving <laughs> to the hole like my man like my man said because you know he get be, he would get beat up back then like i think right like, reggie is a better shooter what i think if he if he was shooting more threes like i think he's a better player to me than steph curry but see but that's one well like you said it's a preference thing because right no, uh, everybody, everybody who throws the Jordan thing in the mix and blah, 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 blah. Everybody who says that, yeah, a lot of the greats older say that because they were a part of the transition. They, they've seen kind of things differently from us. That was the era that us here grew up in. Mm-hmm. So we've we seen, we seen it full from front to back. On, on why we, you know, somebody would say Jordan is the greatest ever or something like that. And again, we see, we seen the transition into where the league is now. And, but again, I, I just pull in the factor of when you mention somebody like Steph or LeBron or even Kawhi, like there's certain talents that can transition to the older eras, but we got to remember if these cats also came up learning and understand with the talent set that they have now, and they came up learning the game in that physical manner with this with and again their speeds totally different quicknesses these younger cats are so much quicker part because yes they learned the game without the 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 more conflict more physical contact but even with right. them learning the physical contact with this speed and quickness and agility like this era is in some respects is not I would probably wouldn't say stronger, but definitely bigger and faster than a lot of the younger era. I mean, a lot of the older eras. That's I what you got to think. They played more, like, athletic. more athletic. More athletic. Agreed. You, if you want to, yeah, uncom- yeah, uncom- like, like, but like you said, they played athletic. the game differently because they played the game inside out. Now it's outside in, so you had yes. to have a big man. Yep. Yes. Underneath, you know what I'm saying, to mm-hmm. separate it for the shooters, which weren't yep, that many yep. good shooters back then. Yeah. So, speed wasn't a priority at that time because you would dump it into the post and let the big man do his thing. So, yep. um, you couldn't. I agree. That's why, like, that's why you said it's very hard to compare errors because there was an era of just big ass people playing ball <laughs> for a long period of time. Man. I mean, yep. you go in like 20 years, you know what mm-hmm, I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You had Duncan, Elijah Wan, Robinson, Morning, uh, Cartwright, Samson, the game, Combo. The game, the game, it was just like Tree Rollins, bent. just like huge people. Tree Rollins. <laughs> but the, it's the, you made the point, though. The game then was played, like you said, inside out. It was played with the centers and a shooting guard that can move the ball well but oh not even move the ball but open up and create for but you the the basis of the game in the 90s outside of jordan was you had a dominant center you had power forwards that could rebound the small forward wasn't even that much of an influence at that time uh, unlike it is now the small one i disagree no scott i I said as much as scotty pippen changed that Larry Bird was a small forward. Larry Bird, Dr. J, I disagree. Yeah, but yeah, well, we're going back to your era of the 80s. I was mentioning the 90s. That's why I said 90s. Like 90s, the smalls were, were they weren't much, like I, I knew more power forwards than smalls at that time. But there was some very effective smalls, you know, like you know, there's so many guys we could mention. But it was a center's 
point guard, two guard game. It was more. a big man league. Yeah, That's it was a big game. man's game. Oh, like, it was definitely a big man's league. Yo, like we mentioned now, we mentioned your boy all the time, and you know how I feel about besides LeBron James, my, my favorite player in the league to watch right now is Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid. If, if this kid took the time, <laughs> and I would say go learn from Shaq, go learn from go learn from Elijah This dude Trash. would be you're bugging, first off. But this dude would be the you're most drinking. dominant. He, well, he literally is drinking. Thanks for stating the obvious. But he honestly could be the most dominant player in the game if this dude understood he's his potential. He's lazy, man. And yes, that's he's not lazy. I wouldn't say he's lazy. The problem is he's, he's injury lazy, prone. Dude. And he shoot, you know what it is? It's just the area of playing it where everything's shooting from the ball from the outside. You know, right. John, his problem is he can't catch a chess pass, John. He can't catch a chess pass, John. That's his problem, that. man. His hands are that. like two bricks. He could be, he could be better. Slippery he could be ass bricks yeah. at that. He could be better, yeah. Yeah, he could be better. I think he will get better as 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 we go on. But, yeah, but since we're talking but he, about Joel Embiid. He can, be a, he can be a special, special player. Since we're talking about Joel Embiid, happy anniversary yesterday. <laughs> this right here. So, you know what? And and what I because no, yo Patrick nah, Ewing and never why, cried like that. Why? Why do you, you have to? Why do you show? Why do you have to show? Why do I have to see this? Because this is a it's funny. Number sport. one. Because, because it's funny, because, number one, but John, two, big two, men don't cry, John. Big men don't cry, John. It's a sports moment for me. It's a painful sports moment. But anyway, but number show. two, number two, though, <laughs> what came back? What came back in the in the Facebook memories uh, as of yesterday, too? Well, it was actually today because the anniversary was yesterday, but it came back today. And uh-huh. what I said about no, that moment okay. right there, what I said about that Show moment it. right there was, it. I appreciate, I, I appreciate the fact that he did cry. Because it showed that the the passion that that man truly had for what happened and the passion that he had for the game, yeah, no, it's a funny true. ass moment. It's a funny. And, and today's moment. A funny he doesn't moment. play with a, passion. A, he doesn't play with passion. And, and today's oh, a funny bro. moment in New, in New York in New York in New York Knicks history as well. Okay, yes, with the weak jokes, you're right. That was mm-hmm. yesterday also. The anniversary was when us New York Knicks, I'm wearing Knicks colors. Shout out to the brother <laughs> Kelly Tops with the shirt. When we won 1985, we yeah, won Patrick Ewan in the lottery. <laughs> That's not I what I'm talking smi- about. Ours is a smiling man. <laughs> That's not what I'm talking about. It was the okay, anniversary of Charles Smith getting his shot blocked three times and it seriously. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. well, well. We don't. We don't. You want to talk about my history? I'm gonna talk about your history. He was foul. He was foul. He was foul. But that's all right. That's what they didn't call it. Clean play. Clean play. And I still look at. I still look at Charles Smith crazy after that since all the time in uh. Charles Smith was a solid player. He was actually a pretty good player, man. He was until that moment. I never, I can't even remember Charles Smith, and I, I mean, I remember watching those games. Not for the Knicks. I mean, right? Uh, okay, I don't remember him for the Knicks. The only people I really remember for the Knicks is Charlie Ward, Stop Starks, Ewan, <laughs> Houston. I mean, I remember most of the the start the starting people like 
Stocks, you know, Charlie Ward. I still think Charlie Ward should play football, but that's neither here nor there. I'm getting off topic. You know what I'm saying? I'm getting off topic, but Charlie Ward was a Charlie beast. He was a beast of Florida yeah, State. National, I agree. National championship. Yep, national mm-hmm. championship. Mm-hmm. Fuck, fuck Florida State first and foremost, but I love Charlie Ward, though. I'm glad. You about to make Leaf bad. Straight up and down, though. Straight up and down. I think, I think still to this day, I think Charlie Ward, Ward made the right decision in playing basketball. His career. Are you saying because of that time period, whereas today he would have been a quarterback in the NFL because of the black quarterbacks are more acceptable well, we're not, we're back not then? Compar- I'm not comparing it to today because he didn't play in today's time. I'm only looking at then. At that time, I don't think he would have done well as an NFL quarterback. I in, think he would have done very well. In this time, yes. At that time, nah. I think he made the right decision to play point guard. His career was that, his career would have been that, it was that much longer than what I thought would have happened as a football player. I would have I, to agree, though. I, I would agree. With you. I feel like I, I think I like I liked him better as a football player. I think to me, I think he was a better football player just watching him from play football at Florida State. College. But I do think he had a better college, correct? But I do think he probably he probably had a better NBA career than he would have had an NFL career. I agree with you on that. Yeah, that's that's that's, that's if he all. He was in the NFL. Probably. He'd have been Rodney Pete. That's all Possibly. I would have. <laughs> Rodney Pete didn't have that bad career. Pete, though, Why not? If he was in the NFL. Rodney no, he did, he did it. Journeyman, he had a decent. He was a journeyman backup, but started when teams didn't have a true starter, and it was always with the shit team. Decent career, yeah. But took last question: Took you all to the, took you all the playoffs one year. To the Eagles, the playoffs. Yeah, one time, but you know, we don't think about that no more. But anyway, uh, last question though, before because Raleigh asked a good question. We keep shouting him out all show, but um. Before we move on to the last dance, Jay, have you been watching the last dance? Yeah, I've been watching it. Okay, good. So you'll be up to date with us. Raleigh asked though in the, in the Facebook feed, was Shaq the last great center? Yes. Tim Duncan was a power you? forward, so I say yes. How about you, Jay? I'm trying to think like when when Shaq really stopped being effective though. Like that's when you got to think like because. When he was with my after Miami, he was really just like bouncing around. I don't think he was really good. Nah. After no. Miami, you know what I'm saying? Like, because when he went to Boston and when he was in Phoenix and when he was in um, oh, Cleveland, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. right, that's yeah. old Shaq. So I guess really after Miami, but like, who was still like, a, I'm trying to think who's really, I guess he was there because I can't even think of a center really that was around the same time where Shaq was like in Miami. So, Robert Ory was probably one of the best traveling players. No, but that's not the question. It was right, not a center. Robert Ory wasn't a center was at all. Oh, was, was, like a, was was I Shaq guess yeah. I would probably team. say yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the most dying. Yeah, he was dominant. Yeah, Shaq, because Duncan Shaq was considered a four, and right. Kevin Garnett was considered a four. Yeah. So Duncan was Kevin a Durant, four. Kevin Durant, seven feet. He's a four. Dirk Nowitzki's a four. Durant's a three. Durant is not a three. He is a three. He's a small forward. Dude is seven feet. That don't mean nothing. He's a small forward. He's considered a small forward. Yeah. 
But he like 150 though. He like seven three. <laughs> like yeah, seven, he ain't no power forward. <laughs> he get down there and bang, but he stays on the perimeter. That's that's why. Them, them long arms is why he gets seven eight rebounds a game. He got like a seven. Durant's a freaking nature. He got a seven six wingspan. Like Hollis said, Dwight's the best right now, and that's why Anthony I disagree. Davis is considered a four two, right? Four or five. He's a combo. Yeah. You're right, Dwight Howard. I feel like Dwight, when he was in Orlando, he was really, um, you know what I mean? He took Orlando to a championship. You know what I mean? I would say, he I would did. probably say oh, Dwight. Not, for but like, his, but his, his, his reign of dominance wasn't. He no, never, not like Shaq's was. No, for sure. For he sure. Was, no. He was a five in Orlando. He's a, he's a five Dwight Orlando. Howard, to me, was a, was a disappointment. He's been a disappointment. Where, whereas, where I say, if he had a any semblance of a 10 to 15 foot jump shot, this guy should have been 25 and 15 for his career. I mean, you just look wow. at him. He looked apart. He had the physical, physical build, everything, mm-hmm. man. He had, he, I mean, he, he he could have been a all-time great and, center. And like how we mentioned Joel Embiid, who in my he was opinion, Alonzo Morning. He was Alonzo Morning Light, though. But it, I, I agree, agree my, with you. In my opinion, as I mentioned about Joel Embiid. Joel, who to me, Joel is the best center in the league right now. But if these two brothers, as we mentioned, were able to sh- just to display the heart that some of the bigs before them played with, then, like I said, yeah, then we wouldn't be saying Shaq is the last great. We would be saying, so let me actually, oh, we would be saying Dwight is ushering her in a new, we would be saying that if they displayed the heart. You you think either Davis or Porzingis can do that? Be that dominant? Well, neither of them technically played a five. And Anthony Davis on the offensive side of the ball absolutely is. Right. Monster. That's what I'm talking about. Monster. That's what I'm talking about on the offensive. But but we don't but like JP said, Anthony Davis, we 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 look at him more as a combo. And like when he was in New Orleans, he had to play the five. Right, yeah, right. but played I, like a three. I think Carl Anthony, Carl Anthony Towns is being a, a natural yeah, five. That's, I think a, that's another yeah. dude that shows you know, yeah, little it's a good, no good call, JP. Cat, like Cat, man, he gave me like I be living in Minnesota because you know, I live well, y'all don't know, but I live in Minnesota now, you know, Dan know whatever, but like so. Cat, he, I don't know, man, he annoyed me, man. I feel like he he'd be complaining too much. That's one thing I don't like about Big Cat, man. Like, he he get out of the game once you. Put, put it like push him around a little bit, then he gets to crying. And then after that, you man, you might as well just hang it up. And that's why I don't like, <laughs> they like him at the game. Hang the, right, you hang it up for that cat, man. He out of there. Like Vikings don't cry that the, much, yo. The talent, the talent is there though, man. You know, and, yeah, um, I agree. Definitely yeah, shout out, shout outs to um to that's cat, what Jimmy, man, that's what Jimmy you know. Butler's problem with, with him was right. Butler said he didn't have enough heart. The talent's there to be able to be a great, great player. Mm-hmm. But shout out definitely the cat though. You know he went yeah. through a lot of stuff. Yeah, but that's, but that's the problem. That's the problem overall though with with the big men in today's game is it's because they continue to just allow and leave the game to be an outside game, a three point. I was just about game. to say that. I, no, no, I no. Mid game. It's, it's either it's either go hard to pause, go hard to the hole, or shoot mm-hmm. the three. Shoot the three. Right. That's, that's, or that's uh, uh, as Raleigh said. Jokic, uh, Jovic, Jokic for uh, Denver. He's a big man. No, he's a big man. Yeah, and honestly, maybe he might be the best. 
And and I, I'm just not looking. You know why I missed not even mentioning him is because uh, athletic ability is not on the level. Yeah, he couldn't jump over a, a phone booth. I mean, a phone <laughs> book. Yeah, he couldn't like, jump over a phone but, book. But 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 the way he plays though, he don't have to Joking. jump, and it's like the rebounds just like magnetized to him. His court vision, <laughs> his court vision is unreal. Yo, he makes Great ill passing big man. Great Yo, passing ill big passes. man. But enough of that. Enough of that. Fuck that list. That's pretty much kind of how we wrap <laughs> that up. Um, the last dance. Let's get into it. We didn't talk about last week's episodes. We could talk about this week's episodes. Where do y'all want to start? Um, talk about last week's episodes. Okay. Start. I mean, I know. Well, I would just say so. I don't know if this is where I know a lot of people been talking about the whole bullying thing, how they think Jordan. I don't know if you know that's something y'all want to talk about or whatever. I know a lot of people well, be we talking could get about. In, we could get into that. And yeah, yeah. That Speak shit, your mind, brother. That shit, that shit right there, in my opinion, it, it triggered some memories that I had playing football with my job team because I I I seen it, I seen the bullying thing, and we gotta remember the errors, this, that, and the third, you know. People talk crazy to other people at times, often back then. And, you know, mm-hmm. we, we were built of different skin where it was taken a different way. Um, mm-hmm. a, a lot to me in this documentary, Michael Jordan has made himself look like an asshole. But, <laughs> when, he, but, when, but when broken down, when he said, like, oh, he was. I expect, well, right. But when he mentioned things like, when he mentioned it, like, I expected everybody to give the same effort that I gave and put out the same that I did. And I'm not going to push you to do anything that I wouldn't do. Mm-hmm. But it was, it, there's, there is a method to delivery. And here was my example of that from my personal experience. When I played with my job team, the quarterback, I'm not mentioning his name. He took, pulled us to the side when we was at halftime. You know, a coach was talking to us, like, saying whatever was going on, blah, 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 blah. We knew what was wrong with us as far as our offensive line was concerned. But when mm-hmm. the quarterback who wasn't putting up his end of the game was coming down the line and talking to us like this, you don't do that to the people that are protecting you. Mm. Let's remember that. You don't do mm. that to the people that are protecting you. Because I was... Did, did you must have not seen any given Sunday. Dogs. Yo, this, I, it was just like, yo, I, when I, I pulled everybody to, to the Fox? side, I was just like, don't listen to that motherfucker. We know what we need to do. Because he should have known better that you can't come talking to us crazy like that when we are the ones responsible for your life. And mm. perfect example was he was talking to my man Seals. Shout out to my man Seals. He was talking, it, it was the year I broke my leg playing the game over um, um forgot the damn straight. It used to be Brooklyn Knights Field um, by Ralph mm-hmm. Adams or something like that. He um he was talking to my man Seals crazy, right? He was playing center while I was out. And he was like, oh, word? So the next play, my man Seals went down, had the ball, snapped the ball, never got out of his stance and let the dude get obliterated. When I seen that shit, I started laughing. Yeah, I laughed against my own teammate because, yeah, I laughed against my own teammate, but I understood exactly where he was at. 
because you can't be an asshole and not back up your assholeness with good play. So let me say this. Every successful person that I've come across in whatever business, sports or whatever, has some kind of asshole trait to them. Absolutely. It's what's got them, it's what's got them to be that successful. They don't give a shit about your feelings. It's about success, whether it be for themselves or for the team. That's their own, they got tunnel vision and it's one goal and one goal only to win. And they're going to do it at all costs. And you either lay down or get on board. It's one or the other. Now, if your feelings are going to get hurt and you're going to ride it out, all right. If you're going to earn that dude's respect and say, hey, listen, we need, I feel you, but you just can't talk to me that way. That's another situation too. But every successful person I've come across has that asshole trait. It's just part of being successful. You have to be that right. way sometimes. But the difference to get, you, to get what you want where you want. My my example though was how you were being an asshole what? and you don't have and you weren't asshole. good. And you yeah. weren't that good. Okay. Now Michael com, coming from a person like Michael Jordan, I agree. It's totally different because this guy is considered the best ever. This guy's output outworked everybody. Let's remember what they described when the beginning of the series. He went to James Worthy and was just like, I'm going to be better than you pretty much. And what did James Worthy say? He said no more than a practice after the end of practice. Two weeks. Yeah. (laughs) And that was it. He said I was the best for two weeks. I was good for two weeks. (laughs) But I don't know. Like I, I look at it as yeah, he was good, whatever. But like I look at it as far as like I think a lot of people you know, kind of like what Shannon, like I watched on this, like what Shannon said, I kind of agree with him. Like people, they overlook a lot of stuff when they like the person. Like, I feel like, Absolutely. like people were like, oh, and people were like, oh man, it's, I, Ooh, I feel like a lot of people's like, oh, it's basketball. You know what I'm saying? Like, or they got a choice. Like, you can't tell me, like, I feel like people don't, they're not really fully understanding or grasping or wanting to grasp or grasp the, the term or the definition of the word bully. A bully is somebody that uses their power. They don't have to be. It don't have to be ill-willed or mean-spirited. It's my authority or my power allows me to treat you a certain way, and you can't really do anything mm-hmm. about it. Now, if they if he was like yeah, that, it's they not lost like he's gonna get traded, right? Or what you gonna go to them? But like, yo, Mike, <laughs> you can't talk to me like that. I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna tell the owner. Like, what are you? Who are you telling? You telling the owner? Like, they don't want to hear that. And now, what if my my argument I put on a friend of mine page is, what if they lost? What if he was like that and he lost? Would they still be like, oh, mm-hmm. it's all right. Mike could talk to you like that. But oh, he would have got his ass or... beat. He would have got his ass beat. Like, Trust me. Like, and, like, one and of the like things... the same way, like, last thing I'm going to say, like, same way I feel like if you, like, all these people that were like, yeah, it's all right. If that was me, I wouldn't mind. But if you go to work and your boss walk in and he's chewing chewing you out like that, you're going to be like, oh, it's all right. I don't mind. No, you're not. Because that's, you're not. You're, you're right. You're not going to mind. You're not going to be like, oh, it's okay. I don't I don't mind him talking to me like that because I, I made my, my top earnings this year and the sales team, no, you're going to be like, damn, why are you talking to me like that? He tripping. You know what I'm saying? But when it's not you, you know, people, that's what the people say. When it ain't them or they in the situation, they're like, battles. oh, why they'd be like, oh, I wouldn't, I would never, or I would, or I could, but now nah, you don't know. You would have been yeah. tripping if your boss walked in wilding on you like that. Yeah, true indeed. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's it's like it's like you you said the perfect thing. It's people give passes. 
because of who it mm-hmm. is people give passes and that's a, and, and and yo there's I'm not ragging on him because there's no there's no if fans or buts. Michael Jordan is top two, top three goat ever. If we got to go that route, he yep. is one of the best. Yeah, player. absolutely. Okay? It's, it's undeniable. But mm-hmm. still, the the excuses and the passes that people make for the shit that he's done, oh, no. just Most because definitely. he's won, just because he's won. It's like like one of the things that was said was um Bill Cartwright. Bill Cartwright had to step to him and told him, like, look, if you ever talk to me like that again, there's going to be some problems. Never spoke to Bill Cartwright like that again. Never had to get it. They they never displayed how he had to, if he ever had to get on Scottie Pippen like that ever. No. But you went on, but you, Jordan, you went to the, you went to the small white guy on the team and made him start a fight with you. Right. To get him on the same page. As he said, you know, you know, if you stood up to him, your respect was earned. He wasn't gonna fuck with you like that no more. Raleigh, Raleigh was commenting. He said that Donis Haslam said if NJ spoke to him like that, he would have put hands on him. You know what I'm saying? No, I mean, not too many people is gonna be like Scotty Burrell who's gonna take that abuse shit all right. day long like that. But Scotty right. is a different person than that. You know what I'm right. saying? Burrell. He was a, a nice person, guy. So. He was a nice guy in, 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 of it. He just took you know, like, some, all right, Mike. Okay, Mike. People know how to roll with the punches. That's true. Yeah. So, right. I mean, it, it depends mm-hmm. on the person's character and how you were brought up. You know what I'm saying? You're only going to put up with so much shit before you be like, yo, I'm going to choke the shit out of you if you right. keep this up. You know what I'm saying? Right. But the because one Spreewell, I Spreewell didn't, couldn't take that berating so, so much <laughs> and he choked his coach. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> his coach never spoke to him like that again. And he wasn't on that team anymore, but hey, he got his respect that day. <laughs> right. Come on, you hit him with the Kevin, hit him with the Kevin Hart. You're gonna learn today. PJ still got his finger off around his neck. PJ still got his put trademarks around your eye. But but you know, but but one of the things one of the things I definitely did respect out of Mike out of all of it was when it was, I believe it was, what was the, the fifth championship when his father died mm-hmm. and he had let it all out. And I, I didn't cry, but if you didn't feel that moment, like, right. Nah, yeah. You didn't feel that moment. It was, no, it was the fourth championship because remember, it was the last one. Back, no, it was the fourth one because it was the first one back. It was after the first baseball. one back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. After yeah. After baseball. Yeah. Was, you're right. His father wasn't there for that championship. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't the it wasn't the year he came back because that's for people who forget he did lose he did not no, make he it came back finals. like at the middle of the season. Right, they lost to the, the was it the Magic? No, not the Magic. Yeah, it was the Magic. No, it was, was the yeah. Magic. It was the Magic. Mm-hmm. Was right, right. But right. but off of that there and the whole break, I mean. We'll talk about the baseball part in a second, but I want to talk about it on this angle. He clearly expressed it within that, as we saw from the night after the end of the 93 season, when they won that third championship, he was legitimately done. Like he he felt like he mm-hmm. had nothing left for basketball. So mm-hmm. one, the baseball break definitely did wonders for him to revitalize him to come back. But two, to me, that also dispelled what people thought was 
if he never left, that the Bulls would have kept running on. If he never left, in my opinion, the way that that came out, they might not have won four, five, and six. Because he might not have stayed. Yeah, because he was. He might not have had he was that burnt out. Come back. Yeah. He was burnt all. out. Yeah, you're right. You're right. He was not. That's and, a good point. And, and Horace Grant also left the team after the, after the, um, after the three P went to right. Orlando. They didn't have a power four. Like I tell yo, people. How, is, how big an asshole is Jerry Krause? Man, Jerry Krause was was foolish, man. He, He's an asshole, bro. He was foolish. But the biggest, but although you got to give him credit for this, when they got Dennis Rodman, it changed everything. They needed a rebounder. Mm-hmm. So it did change they them. Did, but, but he didn't want Rodman. But they got him. Krause didn't want Rodman. And Krause, right. like no, I said, Krause no, because foolish. Jordan said, I'll take care of him if he comes to the team. Right. I thought it was funny as well when they but when Krause, they said that Rodman, was I thought it was funny as well when they said Rodman, um, Rodman said he needed he needed some time off. He needed like, what, 48 oh, hours vacation. off? vacation. Yeah, and Mike was like, Mike was like, rest? He said, I'm the one who should be resting. Right. <laughs> he was like, rest? Right. Yeah, he's like, if anybody need a vacation, that's the thing. Mike, Mike, Mike had Carl Blanche to be able to do that, but that wasn't him. That wasn't his thing. Cause he was that's all the competitive in. I mean, nature of gave, Yeah. He gave, he gave a thousand percent the whole way through, you know, that, that was him. But Rodman to control that beast, like you, you sometimes you gotta understand, like you you gotta kind of cater to certain people certain ways in order to, to maintain and control the beast. And, and you know another thing that, that he finally addresses as well was the whole thing with um Jesse Helms and what happened in North Carolina with the election and stuff. There was so much stuff where he said yes, that Republicans, that buy, Republicans buy, buy shoes, but he said it was meant as a joke. And then on top of that there, too, he said he gave money. I forget the brother's name who was running against Jesse Helms, though. But he did donate some money to the, to the man for his campaign as right. well. So he debunked yeah. a lot of those right, myths as well that went around about him as well. Right, right. But the point was, was when you are a, a person of his stature, they were looking for him to step up and speak out. And that that was the that was the thing behind it is they wanted him to step up and he, speak out and speak a little louder behind it. But again, he, it's he made a great point about that. And this this the thing is is that's not everybody's fight. Right. Right. That right. 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 It. It's not. I agree. Right. That's what he. Fight. And I was gonna say that. Good. Was... No, I'm just saying no. I was gonna say that because he compared himself. He's like, I'm not Ali, you know what I'm saying? Where I was willing yep. to be involved with the politics like that. He said, yeah, no, he just wanted to play Smith ball. Just wanted to play Tommy ball. Smith or Carlos or, or, or said, any of them yeah. either. You know, where they paid a price. He wasn't willing to pay that he, price. And if a man he, has never been socially conscious or speak out on anything, then you shouldn't be mad because he was not that. Like he said, I am a basketball player. I am not a socially conscious individual. So we shouldn't. So we shouldn't be mad. As somebody who is not socially conscious, as far as I'm concerned, now if a right. person is socially but, conscious but, and 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 is for the community stuff, it didn't speak out, then we should have a problem. But if a man and, has but, never and, and was, that, then we shouldn't have a problem. 
and that's though that's where a lot of the comparison shit needs to stop too when you try mm. to bring the whole LeBron Jordan shit because yes we know Mike was not that guy he made it clear now at the time yeah a lot of people okay he made it was he made it clear that it was a joke Republicans buy sneakers too but then turn around hate it or love it Donald Trump said the whole putting you know ingesting freaking cleaners and stuff like that was a joke but we don't look at that as a joke because it's the the circus clown that he is right you understand right. so right. it's kind of a, it's kind standard. of a you can't you can't yeah double standard you can't give this man a pass where it took all these decades to clear that up the only and, the only problem i really have with this thing is i feel so craig Hodges should have been a part of this because he was a big part of, of yes. what happened. Yeah, absolutely. But, but we'll come back to that. Because of Jordan, though, why he ain't on Oh, yeah. Because... Oh, yeah. Right. But, but I think the point, I... Point, though, point I was trying to make, though, was off the just the comparison shit. It's like, you can't this stop that, stop the LeBron Jordan comparison shit because, yeah, LeBron has always been this guy. And it hasn't been afraid to be out front. That's a part of why what makes him special. Because also, too, besides behind the scenes contractual shit, he was one of those guys who ushered in the allow players to be themselves as far as creating their own destiny and not being afraid to speak out on things. You know, so he set himself apart differently from what Mike did. But I respect if Mike that wasn't Mike, I never looked. To, to him like that. You know, we got to remember that era, Charles Barkley had to come out and say, I am not a role model in a commercial. Exactly. He let us know exactly. where he was at the time. People wanted, because Mike was so friendly in the media, people wanted Mike to come out and say something. Mm -hmm. He just fell but back and, and think, played his donations quiet. Yeah, but an another thing I know, I'm stuck in a friend of mine and she was like, you know, I was asking her, she was watching her dad because, you know, they're from Chicago or whatever. And she was like, now nah, her dad don't like Mike. It wasn't, I feel like it also wasn't that. A lot of times, like, people <laughs> were dying for Mike, for Mike, for them. And people still, you know what I mean? Like, right. he never said nothing. It was like, they felt like he could have did more for the community. Now, I don't know. You know, I'm not in Mike, I'm not in MJ's pockets. I don't know. You know, I, right. I, you know, I don't know what he does after he leaves. You know, I'm sure he did a lot of charitable things. But, like, it wasn't known. Like, what, what he was saying was, like, Mike didn't do nothing. And for Chicago right. like that. Like, you know what I mean? He lived there. He, he wasn't, people, kids were dying. He wasn't coming out saying, hey, y'all don't do this over the shoe. You know what I'm saying? We'll make, you know, he was, he was just like, sure, I'm getting, I'm, you know, made it seem like I'm selling shoes, I'm playing basketball and that's it. And I'm not doing nothing else. I'm not doing nothing for the community. You know what I'm saying? Right. And LeBron, yeah. like you said, is the exact opposite. So I think that's a lot of people hold that against MJ too. Not just the, you know, the other side where sneakers too. It was more so that they didn't feel like he did enough or or anything at all in the community to help out a lot of African Americans right. and stuff like that too. Right. It was. It was. They wanted him to step up and speak out, but that wasn't his game. He did more shit behind the scenes. Like something that got disproven years ago was the whole. Remember when people tried to assume that he was funding prisons allegedly? But that, that was shit, that. But man, you finished because that was debunked. That was that was debunked because there was a white man with the same name, named Michael Jordan, who was the person that was behind people shit believe, like that. It wasn't MJ. Every damn conspiracy theory, it's ridiculous. 
but that was that was something though that was being said prior to the internet in the way it is now man that that was some shit that's been said for decades but it was it's it was never true right Right. MJ, MJ, Michael Jordan, when we're the one we're talking about, it's again, it's one of those things that the power that he had, if he just stepped up and just put words out, and the media yeah. would give him whatever he wanted, unless you did like a like a Sports Illustrated, you wrote something against him, he took it against them. I'm not, I'm not giving y'all nothing ever again. You know, he he was right. that guy, but 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 um. Damn it. I lost the point that I was going to make behind this that was going to transition, but whatever. M- Mike was who he was. Oh, I remember what it was. It showed what 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 also showed with him again when thinking 93 season, talking about all of these things, we seen the pressure that took a huge toll on him. Yeah. When it came to when it came to being this guy who, you know, like he wanted to go with Adidas originally. <laughs> like that was just like, he wanted mm-hmm. to go with Adidas. He didn't want to be a Nike right. guy. He wanted to right. go with Adidas. But then Nike threw this at him, told him this, that, and the third. He ran with it. The fame and stuff and, and along with his play went far past what he thought would ever happen and believed in. True. And, and this documentary also exposed to us the weight that was on him to where he felt once he got into his whole hotel room, he was just able to just relax, just chill, be about nothing, not watch Decompress. TV, chill with a cigar. Yeah, they showed a small level of depression. And, and it showed that not everybody is built enough to handle that weight, even him. Even him. How much you, how much you think Spike Lee played in promoting his brand? Spike put Spike and getting the shoe to where it Spike was. Lee. Spike, how Lee. much did that boost boosted his career wise in, in terms of endorsement it, and everything else? It wasn't just Spike Lee, Spike Lee, right? The first, the first person to wear his shoes on TV was Jazzy Jeff in the Fresh Prince. Martin, you know, Martin stayed in all the Jordans on TV and all that. Like Spike Lee played a huge, you know, the Mars Blackman role played a huge role in not just helping him. It was helping Nike as a whole until later. It was later on when the Jordan brand spawned off into its own thing. So Mm -hmm. they all they all played huge roles in helping that elevate and and be what he what it was. But it, 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 again, it just showed a level of well, this whole documentary oh, thus far. They has said in that first year. They... All I was going to say was is this documentary so far has showed Michael Jordan was human. He wasn't this alien that that crash landed on the Earth and took over the planet. <laughs> right. <laughs> MJ was human, and that yeah. this is what I appreciate about him now. Like I like that. Like I said, like I hated Michael Jordan on the court. But I love this cigar smoking cussing MJ. This dude is the man. Yo, <laughs> he's dope. This he's dude dope. is the man. I, I, I love to him, but... smoke with him and show him the picture of me in Chicago. Like, yo, I had to do this because all the Knicks for the Knicks. Man. I had to do this for my New York Knicks. <laughs> I had to. But I, I mean, I, I, this, this documentary as a whole given me a complete newfound respect for Mike. 
like co uh, completely like, an immense newfound respect for Michael Jordan. It, it, it I, I still feel the way I feel about him, but <laughs> it, it's given me an immense amount of respect for Michael Jordan. You know, it's funny. I'm the opposite, actually. This video, I I'm, actually, I'm actually, I'm actually like the opposite now with Mike. I, I, I don't have as much respect for Mike as I did beforehand. I don't know, you know. Yeah, it's different for me, like, because even before, like, I was always, I was kind of one of those borderline on the fence, MJ, LeBron, you know, but I was always more leaning towards MJ, because, you know, I grew up watching Michael Jordan for the most part, and I mean, still growing up watching LeBron and, or whatever. The red, the red and black connection know, to the like, back. I said the red and black, too. You said what? The red and black. Flag. Oh, yeah. So, you know, like, I just, I don't know, I feel like I have less, I don't say respect, but I, I I, I appreciate Michael Jordan less after this documentary. Like, mm, dig it. but it's just where from know. from from I a humanitarian like, standpoint, what, what as a person or as a player. You said what? From like a humanitarian I think standpoint, what annoys me? I, I, no, I, I think it's probably it's probably because of Skip Bayless. I will have to say um, a lot of people <laughs> probably because of Skip Bayless. I watched too much on the like. It is like I watch it in the morning and like to see how blindly, like how non-objective he is about Michael Jordan. It was like it just annoys me, like just watching the show, because like and just to see like how he's super hypocritical. So I think like and uh, like stuff Shannon be saying, like, and which is true, like Sh J like Shannon Sharp said it, I forgot who else said, I think somebody else, um Perk said it, like nobody between him and Tom Michael Jordan and Tom Brady, the only two people that like you said get praised in a loss. You know what I'm saying? Like they act like they talk about Michael Jordan. They can't do six, no wrong. Six, six for six, six MVPs. Yeah, but he was in the league 14 years. What happened to the other eight? Exactly. You half know what I'm saying? Like, he spent half a decade in the 80s and couldn't even get and, and, and couldn't even get to the finals. Right. Like people talk about LeBron. Like oh, LeBron lost. You know the six championships, um, six finals or whatever. But I'm like, yeah. Is it better to the team? Like they say, like what if? The teams like Jordan lost to, they won the championship. So, like, is it better? Like, it's the same thing. If the team that beat you ended up winning the championship and you lost mm -hmm. to the team in the championship, like, you still lost. And the other team that beat you still won the championship. So, it's like, how you, you know, say, like, Mike was getting swept in the first round. Nobody, mm -hmm. had, you know, they act like, he had, like, oh, he only played in six championships. He won all six. He only played for exactly. six years. How, you know, how long I've been and saying he, that? And he, and he lost in ninety, and he lost in ninety five. And people say, "Oh, Michael Jordan played half a year. He was getting his legs back." But y'all weren't saying that we dropped fifty five in the garden. No, y'all was like, "Oh, Michael's back." Right now, nah, like stuff like that is what makes me feel it's like a double standard. You know, yeah, the double standard was like how y'all. Some people like kill LeBron. Like they were like just watching Skip, like, Skip, like, I, I get, like, mad. I'll be wanting to, like, punch him in the face. Like, that's how upset I can get. Like, <laughs> I can't watch Skip, man. And then, no, I'm not I, I love that. I, I love like, Skip and Shannon, man. They crack me up, man. They, like they especially, especially Shannon cracks me up. Yeah, Shannon, like, Skip be on some dumb stuff. Like, he be like, oh, you know, I be like, but he lost. It be like, oh, he scored 63 points. But, but he lost. Like, LeBron, LeBron in a loss. And he be like, he didn't he he was on um, weak. He couldn't do it. He needed like he didn't do it by himself. Like well, Jordan wasn't winning nothing by himself. Like he ain't win nothing without Pippen. If, you know what I'm saying? If, like, and, and if Ramen if Ramen didn't come there 
in, in, in 96 to 98, there would have been no three P. Yup, another L. Yup, they'd have been catching more L's. There would have been no three P. Yep. But just to, before we move on to that, I wanted you mentioned the name right there, Scotty Pippen. Mm-hmm. Man, now a lot of people are thinking that this documentary has made Scotty Pippen look bad in some respects. JP, what do you think about that? How do you feel about that? I'm indifferent to it, man. Don't make him look bad to me. In my opinion, you know, hey, Scotty is Scotty is who he is. You know, I understand about him not wanting to. But I mean, people really got to think from his position, the whole cool coach thing with him sitting on the bench. Think about that. All of a sudden, this team is your team now, and they're not drawing a play for you at the end of the game. But instead, of going to give it to this guy who you dominated in the Olympics. He's going to be the, he's going to be the go-to player. I mean, it did the play did work out, but you know, Scotty was, was was bad about the whole money situation. People don't understand. Scotty was dirt poor, so of course yeah. he's going to sign eighteen million dollars. Go sign like a lot of money to you and stuff like that. There, so you know, you, you got to look at it from those perspectives of of, of Scotty Pippen. Right. And, and, and again, the whole, the whole cool coach play situation. It's one of those tricky situations that, yeah, you know, I, that whole, Oh, this, his team, this, that person's team, whatever, whatever. Those labels can be nonsense at times because it's about the coach and the play that the coach draws up. Mm -hmm. Phil Jackson, Phil Jackson went off of track record in that season. Mm-hmm. Who coach had drained a number of those pressure, those like type pressure shots. Yeah, I think he had six. The, right in that season. So coaching says, "Yeah, I got to go with the hot hand that has shown to be hot at that time." Scottie Pippen's respect, I get it. Scottie Pippen's respect is, mm-hmm. "Yo, yeah, yeah, I, this is my time to show I'm the man." This is my time to show I'm the man. Let me be the man. Let me be the man. And and he didn't get that. But he kind of fell out as like that, you know. He I I I dug everybody when he said, yo, he quit on the team. That's exactly what it looked like because that's exactly what he did. But also, too, same respect, the coach could have left him on the bench. And he could have still been just as hot and mad and whatever if the coach left him on the bench. Coach drew up a play. You should be, you should be team player you enough to have jumped in because guess what? You your presence on the court might have freed up cool coach even more. Yep. But yep, like JP said, I respect Scotty. If I hated the Bulls, but if there was anybody I liked on the Bulls, it was always Scotty Pippen. Because like, he was I'm just that like, different. Like, outside of that, like, now I'm going to be like Skip Bears. Like, Scottie Pippen is my favorite basketball player of all time. Like, uh, hands down, like, I feel like you can't tell me nothing bad about Scottie Pippen. But um, outside <laughs> of that one thing, like, to me, like, like Scottie Pippen, like, I'm, he's not the best player in the world, of course. But to me, he's my favorite player. Like, hands down, like, if any, if you ask me one basketball person I want to meet, I'll tell you anytime, Scottie Pippen. Like, He's he's does, always been does, my favorite NBA player. Does Scotty deserve Scott. his own thirty for thirty? I mean, nah. I don't think he get it. Like, no. I I think he does deserve it. Would he get it? Of course not, because you know it's tough to be, 
you know, like even Robin said, when Jordan left that one year, even Robin said Scottie Pippen was the best player in the world when when Jordan left. But nobody sees that because when the person who I left think Dream, one, I think Dream was, but he was number he's top five, number two. I think Dream Dream was the best player in '94, '95. I mean, and that's probably. I mean, and that, and I mean, he's one of the best. The he's one of the top fifty players of all time. So, but people act like he like. People act like he should be like number fifty on the top fifty. People like people be acting like right, Scotty right. in the top fifty. <laughs> Scotty was a great player. Scott, I agree. Scotty was a great player. Like the man was part of six championships. Like and not every year they make it sound like Jordan. Jordan they make it sound like Jordan led in points, assists, rebounds. Like every year, I mean, some of those years he was, but not every year though. So right. a lot of those years, Pippen was leading that Pippen. Pippen knows he was number one in assists a year, number two and, in rebounds. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, always number two in points. Like, they make it sound like the man was averaging eight eight points, two rebounds, and, and one and a half assists for his career. Like, the man averaged like 17, 19 points. That's, and that's one of the problems with the revisionist history of irrational Jordan fans. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, and that's the problem. It's irrational. Like I'm not gonna mention the podcast name, but like it, it, it's a favorite. It's it's a podcast of a favorite comedian of mine. I I'm probably not going to tune into their last the last the last last dance episode that they do because it's almost on the level of Skip Bayless. Jordan can't do and has done no wrong. Right. And. and Again, yeah, you, people want to play revisionist history, and like we said last week, move the goalpost for Michael Jordan to to remain the number one guy. But hate it or love it, it can be said. It would none of that would have happened if Scotty wasn't there. Right, it, it, he might and have Rob, had right? and Dennis Rodman. Right, he, he might have pulled up like- one. You know, people act like Jordan didn't play three more years for the Wizards. They make it sound like after '98, that was it was a wrap. Jordan like, never like, did Shut up! Shut up! It never happened. It never happened. Right? Like, Shut up! He didn't play with the Wizards. It didn't happen. I don't care. It didn't happen. That's what they be like. Does Not anybody happened. have a Jordan Wizards jersey? Does, <laughs> does anybody have I'm a Jordan sure somebody jersey? <laughs> I'm sure somebody does. <laughs> but now it's time though we got to introduce our other friend big friend huge friend of the show because we now we got to get into the, the tough part of the show we are we we talk social justice issues all the time oh, we got two we got two social justice issues to talk about today right no we got oh yeah 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 my bad my we bad got, we got to talk got about the other one, one too we, first one we'll get out of the way uh first off we gotta say hello to our friend great friend of the show Tara or she's showing her government on name but on our podcast host name Katara host of Katara's Cafe and all the other shows on the true radio network. What's yes. going on? Hi, how's everyone? All right, how are you? Good, doing good. Um in very interesting conversation. I was listening in. Nice. I love this Zoom platform too. Absolutely. Yeah. This has, been, yeah. this has been amazing with going live every Wednesday night. Like, unlike how we used to do, remember what we used to do with Blog Talk? Like, we get a lot more viewers and a lot more listeners to the show now than 
the blog talk platform. So this has been amazing. Good. But um, you're here as always <laughs> when we got the social justice issues. First yes. one we got to get into is JP reminded us today, 35 years marks the move bombings in Philadelphia. Okay, yes. JP, give us the history on that. Dan, if, if you will, real quick, can you, can you, if you can, can you go to my page? I just want people to see the faces of those children who, who, who were murdered 35 years ago, if, if, if you can. Just to understand the, the pain. If you, will. Pull those, if you could pull those pictures up for me. Yes, I will. First picture I could, I'll show is, the, uh, is uh, just a piece of how the city of Philadelphia looked at that time. And said to pull the website. But while I um while I while I do that, this is how they left. As this article says from the morning call, smoke risen from smoldering rubble where 60 homes were destroyed by a fire after a shootout and bombing May 14, 1985, at Moves House in West Philadelphia. Still, still one of the just major scars on Black America. But while I while I do that, JP, go ahead and uh describe the situation. Um, man, this this day is it's, it's like you said. It's it's not only is it a stain, a forever stain on the city of Philadelphia, but also America, and it really really shows you how when a system, I mean, just look at the children, man. I, I, want, I want y'all to really feel this pain. Those are babies who were burned to death. And we're not talking about something in the 20s or the 30s or the 40s. We're just talking about something that happened a little over 30 years ago. Think about that could be your little brother, your sisters, your nieces, your nephews or whatever. And, and this happened not only to, to their parents, but also to the children. Um, I heard I heard two two of the sisters that that were that were in jail from '78. Their children were murdered. They said the guards came to the to the to the prison cells and opened the door, told them, "Oh, your son is dead, or your your daughter is dead," and then closed the door on them. They didn't know what happened until people bought them articles, and the article said about their children being murdered. I mean. And nobody paid for this. That, that's the thing about it. nobody went to jail for none of this. And it just shows you how America terrorizes black people who speak out against the system or who, who are against the system or whatever. But yet still you got these crazy devils running around here, killing people, Ku Klux Klan running around here, them devils down in Michigan and stuff running around here crazy. But yet and still he dropped a bomb on a public neighborhood. And really, like somebody said today, I was listening to it or the shots of WURD, the black station of Philadelphia. They run and move stuff all day. It's like they said, this whole thing went from this whole thing is connected to the Black Panther Party when when Mayor Rizzo had them stripped in the middle of the street on Cecil B. Moore Avenue, Columbia Avenue. It ties into the first move confrontation, which it really does. Mumia in his case, it's so this all is intertwined with each other. This all intertwines with all of this. And it's the terrorism of black people 
who stand up and believe and believe in what they believe, and 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 America always responds with a violent way, and and that's and, that, and that's the sad thing about this thing is, I mean, man, I mean they dropped a bomb on a public neighborhood. Not only do we talk about move, we also talk about the neighborhood. Sixty-one houses burned down. Can you picture that? Your house with everything your grandfather got. Your, your family pictures disintegrated, clothes, everything you have gone. They wouldn't drop a bomb in a white neighborhood. They didn't they drop, drop a, a bomb, bomb on those people that took over that government building in North exactly. Dakota. Exactly. Exactly. You know they didn't saying? drop a so... bomb on them. Exactly. And then the city wants to apologize. And I, and I, and and and, and the, the move members said they don't want an apology. They don't want one. And, and I don't blame them. And, and you and you know you know another thing too about move too. You might not agree with what they did, everything that they did, and stuff like that. A lot of people didn't agree with what they did. But one thing about them, though, they were the forerunners to a lot of this stuff. Them Peter people you see, um, animal people for ethical treatment of animals. Move was doing that way before them. Organic gardening. Move was doing that way before them. Y'all Negroes running around here with dreadlocks and all that stuff there, and killing each other and doing stuff there. Move was doing that back in his early seventies. Right, clarify that because you 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 made us you made that sound a little crazy. You said fools running around with dreadlocks, killing but people. Some like, of them, yeah, some of them do. I, I, don't even I know what you meant, but the you, science behind it. You don't made that sound a little crazy. I mean, yeah, you know what I meant. You know, right now, man, I, I'm 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 a little emotional, a little heated right now, bro, because you know, I mean, this doesn't make no doggone sense. You know what happened. And nobody went to jail for this. That, that that's what the sad thing about it is. I don't give a damn if you if you agree with them or don't agree with them. The bottom line is, eleven people were murdered mm-hmm. for no reason. That's just sad. It's mm-hmm. beyond sad. I was telling somebody before, like in the society, the system we live in now, like it's very rarely do white people get punished for doing something bad to people of color. Now, white people are right. punished white people for doing stuff to white people, but it's very rare. Like, you know, if a right. white person kills or rapes or pillage or whatever, another white person, they'll they'll give them justice. It'll be swift, it'll be whatever, it'll be rational. But when it's a white person doing something to a person of color, it won't be as harsh rare. though. Or if they get it, it's yeah. very rare that they serve any justice when it's a white person doing something against them. They'll you know what I'm saying? They'll, they'll punish each other for hurting their own, but not when it's outside of their own. It's very rare that you see anything like that, any kind of punishment or real punishment, like one out of 10, maybe. Like, you know, yeah, we talk because I, I was going to say nobody into, gets like, made you know, an example of. No, it's fine. Right? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, because I was going to say, like, looking now, I was kind of, because I know we also wanted to talk about, you know, the guy that was running or whatever. I was going to say into that, like, running now, like, even. You know they got arrested, but to me, getting arrested now—that that's nothing. Yeah, it's not. You know the guy, guy who killed Philando Castillo—he got arrested. The guy that killed Sandra—you know—a lot of people get arrested, mm-hmm. but then, then what? Then it's no charges. Like, right. you know, what I mean, like, like I was telling before, like I live in Minnesota now. You know, what I'm saying, like I wasn't here. I moved here a year after Philando Castillo got killed, whatever. But like, and you know, the cop that got away got off or whatever. But they had a Muslim cop that shot a white woman. And he yeah. got like 15 years, yeah. like 10 years. Yeah. And I knew before, yeah. before they even started, yeah. like I knew it. Cause, and when when it was doing that, all of a sudden, all you hear are these senators or these white 
folks are here like, oh, we need to do, we need a justice, we need a police reform. Oh, now we need a police reform. Now we need reform right. when it's a white girl that got killed. Cause he was like, he was like the first Muslim police officer like in that area, in that district or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I know he was going to jail. Like you can tell me he wasn't seeing jail time. Like there's no way he wasn't going mm-hmm. like a black person mm-hmm. killing a white person. Right, like and get out. Absolutely not. Like off right. this point here, like shout outs to Jason Richardson, the homie. Big ups to him and everything he's got going on. But he made a point in the in the thread said the only way you get justice is when they are shamed, and to that there's 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 some truth in that. We would like there to be some truth in that, but even still, there has yet to be truth in that because they have shamed themselves by these things being caught on video evidence. And who would have ever thought that video evidence that tells you the story clear as day. And I have a, a white coworker who was having this conversation with me the other day where it's like, yo, these things are on video clear as day. And you're telling me, this is his words. You're telling me that these people cannot get convicted it's an absolute fucking shame, and this is terrible, and it's 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 absurd and it's disgusting. Like I showed him because we would like you just thank you for the segue. We were transitioning into the Ahmad Orberry situ uh, Orberry situation, and I showed him because he said, "Wait, no, there's video," and I was like, "Yeah," I was like, "I hate showing you this, but look at this," and he was just like, "Yo, holy shit! How do these guys not get? How do they not get something?" Now, yes, we mentioned right just a little while ago. Arrests happen. They finally did. And now this took a couple months. We're finding out, too, that they finally just got yeah. arrested for felony murder. Yeah. Just arrested mm. for felony mm. murder. But like every other case, everybody got arrested. Let's see how this goes down. Katara. But wasn't the guy friends well, with the prosecutor? Hold on. Hold on. Well, no, that's not not that there was friends with the prosecutors. The 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 guy who the the, the father was a was a former cop, former police and officer. The two d two of the DAs okay. there you go. that would have been assigned to it had to recluse themselves because they knew him, and obviously they recluse themselves because all of this shit came out. Right, because they didn't. I'm even sure. I'm sure. That. Yeah, I'm right. sure that they was going to give him give him and his son the red carpet treatment to say, thank you for the good work. Another nigga's uh, dead for no reason. Right. And I hate saying it like that, but that's how it was. Like that's almost True. like that's almost like revenge for revenge for when New Jack was in Smoky Mountain Wrestling. He said, Shout out to my man OJ. Keep up the good work. <laughs> I just had to add a little laugh, but you know what uh, I'm saying. Is it's the, the two don't correlate. I'm just being a dick right now. But Katara, you just talked about this on one of your shows last night. The floor is yours. Um, yeah, my thought, well, it, there was actually newer evidence. It was on CNN. Um, what happened was um, there was a pre, there was from the owner, there was a video February 11th of, a, mm-hmm. and they don't know if it's, it, it's a different black guy that was in the, uh, the, the house. Right. Um, but the owner didn't call the police or anything. He told the police, but he didn't, you know, because it was the owner lives miles, miles away in a different state. Um so that we got that but that has and and i guess when that black uh, man which because they're both different duh um i guess one of the whatever their names are uh that killed the jogger 
he called the police and said, oh, there's somebody in there and they're robbing. And I got a pistol stolen from me a while ago and there's crime in the neighborhood and no one called crime in the neighborhood. Um, so they're, they're dealing with that now. Now that evidence has come out, but it, it doesn't matter because that wasn't one that wasn't him. There was no crime committed. Even the owner of the house said that. And that's very common for people to go into a neighbor, go into like a house being built, not already built, but being built and look around. That's common. Um, right. Well, just to step in on that, I yeah. heard that that's actually that, that that's not even trespassing in the state of Georgia. That's right. not trespassing, especially right. on a new construction. Now, exactly. also, too, before you continue your point, they were also saying that recently that Ahmad, if that was him in the video, that Ahmad was actually going to school to become an electrician. So, right. As, as if that was, if this is the case and that was him, what, I mean, in some respects, what better time to, if you're just going on a run, you see a new construction, curiosity sets in. Yeah. Yeah, it, That's and all it I does. To say that. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. And you're right. And I'll I'll get to that in a moment because down here they do it too. But um, the and then the last thing was they had a lawyer come on, um, you know, DA or whoever or retired, and she said, even without with all this quote unquote new evidence, that wasn't their house. The I don't even know their last name. That wasn't their they, house. Their names aren't even relevant to yeah, us. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, they, yeah, so it's like, it, it, if if um that's so they can't be, there's no, there's no, well, so far there's no defense for them going onto somebody else's property and shooting them. They have no defense because that wasn't their property. Um, and the guy barely didn't even really know them. So there, that's newer evidence coming out right now. And, 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 you know, getting back to what we were, you guys were saying, this, this is just, the evidence is right there. They killed him in cold blood. And not on, and, and Qatar, I'm going to say, I'm going to piggyback off what you said too. Not only that there, if he really was going in the house to take something, why didn't he have a car with him? Why didn't he have a bag with him going in there and taking stuff out? It makes no sense. Right. It makes zero Here's sense. Here's the biggest question. Here's the biggest question. If he was white and did that, would this even be an issue? No, you already know the answer to no, that. They, you already know the answer. It wouldn't, would it be, it wouldn't be even be a problem, right? They would have drove up to him and asked him, hey, buddy, everything all right there? Is this your house? That would have been the first question. Is that your property? Because they would have just automatically assumed he's a white man or white woman. They were there buying or building the property. Cause look, you see pictures of people in Michigan. My man walking around with a bazooka on his back. Exactly. With an AK. What are you doing with a bazooka on your back? Like my man walking around with a bazooka and like and like a in like Starbucks or something. Like he's on the street. He's like in a in a place of business. It's it was a subway. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was subway. But um, crazy. Yeah, it's. That's why I don't eat there. <laughs> <laughs> they that, that, he, he wanted he wanted the bazooka they sell stuff. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> we like, like, what you said you need? You need, you need you said, oh you want you want all extra mayo for this guy. <laughs> extra mayo. As a matter of fact, take the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> That was like he walked in there. He walked in there like a like a Marlon Wayne's and a Don't Be a Menace. 
<laughs> do we have a problem? <laughs> but anyway, I it's just this this whole situation is another one of those that we just have to play close to the uh, as much as we hate to do it for for the most part. Some of us you got to play close to how they play this out because this is another situation where another black body was killed. Mm-hmm. And reason. what they're going to do next, the first thing they're going to do is try to discredit them because that's what they do. Like, because you already seen it was like, oh, you got arrested. Of course. And, but what does that matter though? You know, and that, that matters nothing. Like, they always do that. That's the first thing they do. They're like, let's try to discredit. Like, that's what, you know, for, you know, I tell people the time, like, that's what, like, you know, I want like white people. That's what some white people, or what the mainstream media, like these Fox News and stuff like that, what they do is they try to get you, instead of, on the problem, they, they make up a whole side thing. So now you're spending so much time arguing, trying to defend that right. you're not even talking about what the real problem is. You know what I'm saying? So now <laughs> now they're going now they now you got to defend why why he may have got arrested for maybe um petty larceny or whatever. Why he got to do this now instead of they trying to figure out well what his rights are. Right. You know why are they, they, they following him? Why are they doing that? Jason said, oh, Jason they always they, they, Jason they, said they it always, real quick real quick. Jason said it right in the comments. Complexion for the protection. Oh yeah. They always, mm-hmm. they 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 always do this to black victims all the time. Trayvon Martin, him, mm-hmm. the uh, sister that was just killed um, in in Louisville. They wanted. They always talk about. Oh well, they had weed there. Oh, they had this, that, the third. Yes, to that devil down there in Charleston, South Carolina, who went to a church and killed nine people. What did they say? Yeah, they put a humanistic, uh, humanistic yeah. face on him. Oh, right. he, he went to the issues. church. Oh, oh, he right. had mental issues. And you know, he had this. Every time it's a, it's King a on black the way victims, the... it's, it's black victims. They want to sit up here and, and criminalize them for something they did in their past. This devil goes into a church and they want to humanize him. It's how the media works. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's how they work. That's facts. Yep. And take them on a ride to go get Burger King. Hey, we want to make sure you eat good before you uh, yeah. do your time. That was... The... That's the problem. And and they know that's the issue and they still do it. And it's getting, and, and that's why a lot of us are frustrated. I mentioned this on my show yesterday and, or well, um, during the last part, they're going to do that. So they're going to pull up on the wrong one period. And it's going to be, and it's going to be, and, and like the head of our network said, he said it more articulate than I did, but he said, it's going to cause a, a race well, it's already a race problem, but it's going to cause a bigger issue when they pull up on the wrong person and that person is going to defend himself and they're going to end up dead because you pulling up making assumptions over something you don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to cause a major issue. And mm-hmm. there are going to be some of us are going to be like, okay, you, you, it's self-defense. You pulled up on him for what? Because you thought he was stealing? You thought he was in the wrong neighborhood? And it's going to be a problem then. And, they, it, and it, if you felt that bothered by his presence there, simple human being shit just says, hey, brother, can I help you with something? Is, is, are you all right here? Oh, no, nah, I'm just passing through. I'm just running. You know, I'm doing this, that, and the third. Not that you owe them that explanation either. Right. But they also didn't stop and talk with him. They just assumed Every black person looks alike. This is the guy that's been running through our neighborhood, allegedly stealing from us. You just assume right. and go ahead. 
and what they're trying to do is what they try to do is when the guy the da was saying how it in georgia it's, it's legal for you to do like a citizen's arrest to stop a person that's why he didn't prosecute but it doesn't say you could do it with with what uh with arms so you can't you can't detain you can't pull a shotgun you can't have a weapon trying to detain somebody you can only do it without you know if you and the person has the right not to stay like it's just like you could say citizen arrest but they're not the police they don't have a, they don't have to stay you can't chase someone with a weapon and be like you have to stay here and then when they attack you because you got a shotgun be like oh you was aggressive yeah you got a shotgun what supposed to do stay you just made like, you just made the perfect point right there that shout out to the, the homie gladstone he said the real problem is the citizens arrest law you should yep. not be able to apprehend anybody if it does not oppose imminent danger Right. Yep. Yeah. Yes. And and then he just followed up and said the weapon shown he was the aggressor. Right. The kid didn't have nothing on him. And then shout out to Jason again. Unfortunately, this I laughed. At, I laughed a little bit at this, but it's a sad truth. New Marvel movie, Black in America, Civil War. Right. You know, it's 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 sad, and this is this is what's going on, and this is what's going on in this in this world, and. It's it's terrible. It's and you would and you would think you you would think with, with this time of what's going on right now with a pandemic and everything like that there you would think that people would would come together and actually help each other more often. You you would think that and this you know this history of this country has been rotten to the core. Four hundred fifty years of oppression and depression for black people in America. And it's still being discriminated against. You see that we're going on right now with the coronavirus and stuff. Mm -hmm. You see what's going on, you know, and, and, you know, and then on top of that there too, this evil man at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, he's creating a climate of this hate. And hate's already been here, but it's bubbling more to the surface. And that, right. that's, that's, that's the thing about it. Yep. It's, it's, and it's sad, but again, the, like there's fine, there's fine people on both sides allows like you said, the people of Michigan to overrun the government and right. and and take over government, take over government no property with guns and and bazookas. <laughs> and you said tear not gas. even a rubber, not even a rubber pellet. They shot at them people. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. But and then we go to and then we we go to remember what happened with Montana when those those militia those uh those militia guys took over the federal park because they wanted to hunt. And hunt well, we can, there we can go, we can go back. We, we can go back to the Black Panther Party back in 1967 when they went to the California State Legislature, the California State Capitol, and took over the Capitol building. All the all the hell they, they took for that. Mm -hmm. We but, go back to that, of course, but because it, they were black men the with, with because they were black men with guns. It was a problem. Mm -hmm. But as stated in the comments, complexion for the protection. And of course. Right. But rest in peace to Ahmad. This yeah. is another another travesty, another life Man, rest, that shouldn't have been. Rest in peace to all the victims of the terror. Mm -hmm. Move 11, Ahmad, victims of terrorism in the United States. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then last but not least, because we're TJ's coming back in, but we're about to wrap this up, man. We got to give, and I'm just going to go around real quick, yo. Real quick. Happy birthday 
to the one, Stevelyn Morris, AKA better yes. known as Stevie Wonder on his 70th birthday. So I got to ask y'all going around, Katara, we'll start with you, then we'll go Jason, TJ, and JP because he was there at the recording sessions. What's your favorite Stevie Wonder track? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, what's the one? <laughs> what's, what? Um, there's a few that I like. Um, prom, we, uh, I think, uh, Prom was Ribbon in the Sky. That wasn't my favorite, but I like that one. And then that one that says, uh, I'm not going to sing it. I'm just going to say the words, but um, I just come to say, I don't know what the, what's the name of that one? Call to say. Yes, that one. I love you. <laughs> yeah, I just called to say I love you. That's it. Oh, okay. Okay. That one's my favorite. Okay. So I I'm going to go two, two real quick. Um, I forgot the, what was, what was yours again, Alex? Heaven help us up, not that one. Isn't she lovely? I'm sorry. Isn't she lovely? And mm -hmm. believe it or not, the, the black version of Happy Birthday. That's like my all-time favorite Stevie Wonder song. Black Happy Birthday. King. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, the Martin Luther King. Well, the, you yeah. know the Martin Luther King song. Nice. Martin yeah, Luther King song. Nice. Uh, my two favorite. We co-opted that though, for real. We definitely co-opted oh, that song definitely. as the black the black Happy Birthday for real. That, yes, that's what it should be named. <laughs> so like, I was at work. And real quick, so like I know it off. So I was at work, and one of um, my black, one of the black coworkers, or whatever, it was her birthday, and like I, some white coworkers, and it was like happy, they were singing a regular happy birthday, and I was like, nah, 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 I'm gonna sing her this one. And I sang the black version, and she was like, right, she was like, I never heard that song before. I was like, that's because it's the black one. And she was like, there's a black one. I was like, <laughs> yeah, uh, my two favorites are uh, Superstition and uh, oh, yeah. I Wish. When he was talking about his childhood growing up, uh, being a badass little kid, and, you know, he wished for those days to come back. Mm -hmm. So uh, those are my two favorite. I love those two songs. I relate to them very well. JP? JP, since you was in the studio. Man, I was there when they cut the reels. <laughs> funny, not funny. You anyway, handed him the pen. You handed him anyway, the pen. Shut up, light skin. Anyway, here's the, here's the here's the paper, Mister Wonder. Y'all <laughs> will stop these damn old jokes. I'm telling you that right They're now. Never gonna stop. I will cut this shit out. Never. But anyway, anyway, man, there's so many Stevie Wonder songs that have been great. Um, man, pick two. Definitely one would be Living for the City. Living mm, for the City mm, would be mm, one. Very good. Um, number two, so many. A Michael with another star. Nice, nice. Now for me, I guess, yeah, everybody kind of went the two route. And I'm, I was, I'm literally like to try to remember the song titles. I was singing them in my head while everybody was going. So Wait a minute, how you get more than two? No, everybody else kind of said two. I only said two. I'm a nerd. Okay, all right, all right. I think we'll do more than two. I'm about to say, oh, I can no, go on no. all day. Easy, hey, old man. Of course, we all could. But no, the one I was thinking of as it wasn't my first thought, but as a father of daughters, 
is Isn't She Lovely? Because he had his baby in the beginning of the record. And yeah. Golden Lady is the one record that always burns in my head mm-hmm. all the time. Now, due to copyright reasons and because of like last week's episode, I'm not playing none of the music because I don't want to get that part muted out of the show. Because if you listen to last week's episode, Shaq's song, when I played Outstanding, got muted by Facebook because of copyright joints. Everything else kind of played. So I don't want to do that. That's why I just said, let's say what the tracks were in respect and happy birthday, 70th birthday. So again, I, th- I thought you get like three seconds moment. before you got to before you got to put copyright. Nah, nah. Generally, like generally you want to stay 20. <laughs> you want to stay 20 to 30 seconds when it comes to this. But I don't shout out to the brother. Tracy. I don't have the whole I don't have the whole copyright law lit, written thing that I can right. stamp on the top of it. Like, you know, this is like, you know, just used for blah, blah, blah. It's safer to not play it unless it's some joint that's from an indie or somebody, you know, somebody that's lesser known that wants this uh, publicity. So anyway, with that being said, Jay, this is your first time on the show. Final shout outs. And if you want to give out your social medias, you could do that. Right now, what I really want to say, I was thinking like, man, Dan, like really peace and love, man. I really appreciate, you know what I'm saying, being on here. Like I said, it's my first time on here. You know what I mean? For those that may came in late, like, you know, whatever, like me and Dan go back since high school. You know what I'm saying? Like Dan was one of like, you know, Dan, man, but that, you know what I mean? Like I know Dan, like I said, almost since I was what, 14. I've probably known Dan since I was like 14. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to be 40 in a couple of weeks. You know what I mean? So me and Dan go back, right, NWO. We're going to say what it means. Right. That's it. Oh, we don't know. I know what it means. We talk about wrestling. I know what it means. You don't know what this one means. Let's just say we all evolved and we have now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, but no, like I really appreciate being on, you know, being on the spot, you know what I'm saying, being on this um this platform, being you know, kind of talk with line like-minded brothers and sisters like this. Like I really think what you got going on here, you know, everybody, you know what I'm saying, bring their opinions, their voice, and it's really dope. You know what I'm saying? Uh and I said I have to apologize for not being on here earlier. You know what I'm saying? This is really a great thing y'all got going on here. You know what I mean? And I just just blessed and really thankful that you know I was really a part of this to talk to y'all and really share my views and opinions and be heard and to hear y'all. So I, I greatly appreciate that. But I mean, I'm not really big like that on social media. I mean, I got some Snapchat, you know, I'm Trini Blue Four, if y'all want to follow your boy. You know what I'm saying? Other than that, you know what I'm saying? Not nothing fancy, you know what I'm saying? But but you know, if y'all y'all see me on Facebook, my name is Jason James. If y'all want to follow me on Facebook, you know what I'm saying? I'll follow back, send me a friend request, try to send some mm-hmm. positive stuff from time to time, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. but yeah, man, I definitely like to be more active. I'll I'll you know be more active in the in on the on the Facebook page. And if I had the opportunity to come back on, you know what I'm saying, I definitely do that. I appreciate it. Definitely love you, brother. Yeah, same here. Love you too, man. Oh, you, you gotta come back, man. You definitely gotta come back on, brother. You you got a great job at night. I appreciate that. Word up. You gotta come back. Word up. You know what to do. Oh, me next. Okay, sorry. I wasn't. (laughs) Um, Just shout out to you guys again. This was fun, as always. Great way to end the night. Um, uh, Shout out to, uh, well, True Radio Network. um, Going on five, six years now. Um, shout out to them. Shout out to Jason Richardson. Um, um, just uh, so uh, who else? 
just y'all shout out to everyone on here see i'm, I'm drawing a blank tonight but shout out to everyone on here like, <laughs> just keep um you know keep this as you guys do so well keep discussing the issues and and getting it out there to you to to your audience because they need to know they need to know what's going on not just in sports of course but everything else so nerd up jp tj whoever wants to go i, I, I got go. you go ahead jp go ahead go ahead yeah, go ahead go ahead brother all I'll right age before beauty i get it <laughs> um Shout out to you guys. Jason, shout out to you for still doing your thing in track and field, man. That's a great thing, man. I mean, I wish I had the energy or the mobility to do what you do, brother. I mean, I, I just play pickup basketball on no Sundays, more. and I think that's an accomplishment. You never had no, mo no mobility. But, uh, Don't believe him. <laughs> <laughs> he's just good at wearing civil rights. from a guy in a wheelchair, but okay. He's just good, he's just good for wearing a civil rights shirt, wearing a civil rights shirt when it's 100 degrees outside. That's what he's good for. Oh, wait in the water. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Shout out to the uh, young lady there, Miss Katara. <laughs> Always a blessed to have you on the show every time. To my boys, the mayor, and to my man who's been around since Jesus' first tablets, uh, JP. Respect <laughs> to all y'all. And uh, thanks for another great show, guys. I really appreciate it. Uh course thanks to the mayor making things possible for this to kick off shout outs to new cat jason don't make don't let this be your last time you, you definitely, no, definitely brought a lot not. of insight information brother and we, we gotta get, definitely get down this track and field because i would get dan to tell you i'm a track and field junkie man so we yeah, definitely gotta get that before that. you got on he did tell me yes, that before yes, you got sir. on yeah. Shout outs to uh, Sister Katara, as always, bringing insight, information, always. And shout out to uh, my brother, Light Bright, over there, my boy, TJ, man. Shout outs to him. And shout outs to everybody who was on the feed tonight. Um, Jason Richardson, Glad, Gladstone, um, Jerry West, Chris, Chris Milder was on earlier, uh, Raleigh, man, uh, I see Veronica, she was on there tonight, man. Shout outs, I see Leaf. Is on here. Shout out to y'all, man, for you know rocking with us, man. Really appreciate it, and um, you know we'll keep this ball rolling. Yes, yes, and as always, I stress to y'all: please invite more of your people, help this group grow. Share the videos whenever we go live. You know, tonight we ran on Color People's Time. You know, thanks to Old Man Winter with the Isaac Hayes beard going on. And let me explain some things. I work, for those that don't know, I'm an essential worker. I want to hear these excuses. So, Go ahead. No, I, I, work, I, I will, I'm an I will top worker. everything you say. So Go when ahead. I come home, I take every safety precaution that I have to take. That's why it takes a long time. For me to JP, get ready. Being the right hand of Jesus makes you an essential worker, JP. Hey, tell him, JP, tell him that's not excuses. <laughs> it's a reason. Tell him it's a the reason. It's no excuse, it's a reason. I'm not trying to get caught up with this not with this madness of going on. <laughs> tell him it's not an excuse, that's a reason. Right? It's a difference. Exactly. <laughs> don't give don't put a cape on this man's back when the nigga can't get off his crutches. Chill. 
you're talking to a person you're talking to a person who wakes up before six o'clock every day i don't day, care what you do eight hour shift had to come home to build a bunk bed for three kids feed three kids get ready for a podcast i love you jp you the real MP, you MVP, Dan. You the real MVP, man. You the real MVP. And let's not forget all the years that I go <laughs> do laundry and do the podcast. <laughs> but I love you because you've been. I love you because you've been right here on the right hand side of this thing. Yeah, one with real. five. So it is what it is, and you ain't going nowhere. Sure. With that being said, man, again, thank you to everybody in the group. Please share the group, add more of your friends. I added a bunch of couple, a few more people to the group uh, right before we was closing out. Shout out to everybody who just joined. Please add more people. Go to iTunes if you are a good phone user or you just chill have out, iTunes out. on your computer. Easy, easy. Go to iTunes, <laughs> shut up. Go to iTunes. <laughs> And leave us that five star <laughs> review as we upload the podcast. I'll have that's another thing. I'll be up past twelve o'clock midnight tonight to upload the podcast to our feed. Please go to iTunes, go to Anchor, rate us the five stars, leave us a review, get us in more eyes of people, and that's it. So for everybody on the show tonight, this is your boy the mayor. We say peace. Peace. And happy birthday, Stevie Wonder, once again. I appreciate y'all, man.